T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Eva, good morning. Yeah, yes. Uh, good morning, uh, uh, Mr. Beamer. Thank you for inviting me. I really appreciate it. Eva, I, I appreciate you coming on. And, and explain Juneteenth, the, the holiday, the celebration um, for our listeners. Yes. Well, uh, I, I have to go back to when uh, Abraham Lincoln, when he signed the Emancipation Proclamation in 1863, it only freed the slaves who were in rebellion uh, against the United States. But all of the slaves were not freed all across the country. And it took two years, it took two years all the way to 1865, June 19, 1865, before all slaves found out actually that they were free. And it happened in Texas. And, and uh, so this is one of the reasons why we have um, our, it's called, it's really, I always refer to it as a freedom celebration. Because that's when um, Africans were told that we're, they were free. But still, there were still some slave owners who still tried to hold on to their slaves by not t- telling them. They were just trying to get in one, one more crop. But when um, the Africans found out that they were freed, they had great celebrations all over Texas and also in Oklahoma and a few other places. So this is a, such an important uh, holiday for us here in the African-American community. We celebrate that freedom, and we have one of the largest Juneteenth celebrations in the nation. And we are very, very proud of that. It actually started here in Buffalo in 1976. So this Juneteenth is the 47th consecutive celebration in the city of Buffalo. Now, for the last two years, because of the pandemic, we did not, we were not in the park, but we still held Juneteenth virtually. Of course, it was not the same. So I think this year, people are just excited um, to be back out in the park, to be out there. And, and, and you know, something happened quite a, a surprise for me, Joe. I was called the night before Juneteenth by the Buffalo Urban League. The CEO called me and said, um, Ms. Doyle, we're going to honor you. We want you to ride in our float uh, uh, in recognition um, of your work in the community. 
And Joe, I was just, I had never been on a float before. <laughs> so I was really surprised. So I was honored, and I learned something as we were going, because, you know, I have been a vendor. I've been, I've been observing Juneteenth for about uh, way over 30 years as a vendor. But, uh, but you get a whole different feel of the festival when you're riding in a float. And one thing I noticed, every corner, we, we started at Genesee and Moselle, everybody was lining up. Every corner we went to, the crowds got bigger and bigger. And by the time we got and turned into the Martin Luther King Park, there were massive crowds of people. It was absolutely amazing. And and I just, uh, even though I was sitting up there on this float, I, I could feel the excitement in the air. Uh, I could see the spirit of unity. I could see the smiles. And there were so many young people out there, so many children. And, and, and you know, I have to say this, uh, 47 years ago, the, the festival actually was on Jefferson for uh, about three or four years and um, and it was started by the build organization at that time. So, but they had to move the festival to the park because it grew by leaps and bounds. And I, I would I would describe the festival in Buffalo uh, now today. And I heard uh, your your station's interview with uh, Reverend Mark Blue, and um, and he he used this word. He said, "You know, we're going to celebrate, but you know, it's bittersweet." It's bittersweet this year because we have lost 10 of our citizens in the mass shooting. And and although we're celebrating, Joe, and this is a, and I'm heading right back out, out to the festival after I get through talking with you. And um, because people come from all over the country to, we even have people who come from Africa. So I'll be heading back out there this afternoon to enjoy the unity and the spirit of peace and uh, and just the recognition that we are all together once again. And, it's, and you know, it's more than a festival. I, I, I always talk, I always tell people it's like a reunion because when I have my tent, my whole family comes out, my grandchildren, my great-grands, and everybody comes out, and, and we just gather and talk. But But we... Although we're celebrating, Joe, we will never forget the citizens of Buffalo and our community who we lost that May 14th in the in the mass shooting. And I wrote an article, and this is how I do, because you know I write for the Criterion. I've been writing for the Criterion, Joe, for 44 years, and this is how I said I describe described it: We lost the best of us. If you look at all those 10 people that we lost, these were hardworking, positive people who not only made contributions to the African-American community, but to our whole city and to Western New York in general. And as I was riding the float, I saw a truck, and I, I, when I got off, I saw, I saw this truck. It was a, um, it was a mobile, uh, I guess you would call it a mobile billboard and on the side of the truck it had uh, all the names of the people who were killed in the mass shooting and it just kept revolving and revolving just to remind us 
of what happened, Joe. So we've had a we had a wonderful time yesterday, and uh, uh, I, I think uh, you know I, I like being on the float, but you know I, I prefer 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 to be at my tent if you want to know the truth about it. Um, but it's just so many people, and people just kept coming and just kept coming. And so, so we're celebrating. And there's one thing that um, a lot of people may not know this, but at the end of Juneteenth, actually, I believe it's going to be Tuesday, we have something called the Ma'afa. The Ma'afa, the word Ma'afa is an African word, and it means the great destruction. And so we meet at the foot of Ferry Street for this. I think it's going to start at 6 p.m., Tuesday evening, I'll be there. And a lot of us, we meet and we remember the ancestors, our ancestors, who were lost in the Middle Passage during enslavement. And this year, that's going to take on a even more special remembrance because we're going to remember the Buffalo Ten. We're going to have prayers. We're going to light candles. We're going to have poetry, and then at the end, we all gather and we throw flowers into the river because a lot of slaves, and you know Buffalo is a, was very important in the Underground Railroad, and a lot of the um, fugitive slaves went down to that area where Broderick Park is, and they crossed the river over to Canada for freedom, and a lot of them lost their lives in the river. So, so we're going to throw those flowers remembering them and remembering the citizens we lost here in Buffalo at the Tops Market. So this is a very, very important festival celebration, if you will, for us. As and You notice I used the word African when I said Africans and our ancestors because um, as a historian, I have to remind people that fugitive to slaves at that time, they were not African-Americans because they weren't citizens. They were still Africans. So we remember that history. This is a time for us as African-Americans all across this country, and we really uh, are so um, excited and proud that now Juneteenth is a national holiday. That was People can recognize it all over the country. Go ahead, Joe. I didn't... That, that was my next question. What did that mean on uh, June seventeenth, twenty twenty one? It was. Uh, it is now recognized a national holiday. What's the significance of that? You know, that is so. That is so important for us, uh, and, and 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 to me, uh, it's important because more people all around the country would recognize it. But I all I always add this. We have to also teach people. We also have to share with uh, people to tell them, because a lot of people, uh, as a matter of fact, I, had, I heard someone comment, well, we're having the Juneteenth off, and this is, this is when it happened when it was actually became a national holiday. Well, what is it? What does it mean? So as a historian, and you know I'm a retired teacher, Joe, my goal is to educate people to tell them what it's all about. But I have to add this, because we have the, the people who put the Juneteenth Festival together in Buffalo, we have a committee, and they're all volunteers. But they always say this, that we in the city of Buffalo have been 
putting on the Juneteenth celebration and festival years before it became a national holiday. And we and even if it was not a national holiday, this is our time. Our time to celebrate our history and our traditions and heritage. And we would continue to do a joke, whether or not it was national or not. But I'm glad now more people know about it. That's very important to me because, you know, I'm retired, Joe. I've been retired from the Buffalo Board of Education for 17 years, Joe, but I still teach. I still share history with everybody. And my tribute to the people who lost their lives is to continue to do that work, Joe, because the person who committed this horrible horrible massacre this young man he didn't he didn't know anything about us as african americans all he knew he saw us he saw the color of our skin and he had hatred but he didn't know us and 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 i i always tell people and i've said on a lot of panels a lot of people really don't know african americans so i think by us having this become a national holiday people will get to know us even more. And you know, Joe, I have to say this. I lost a, uh, a friend of mine was murdered at Topsa. She was a fellow writer, a fellow journalist. Her name is Catherine Massey. I did go to her funeral. I wasn't able to go to all of the funerals, Joe. But I'll tell you this. It was very hard for me to ride down Jefferson Avenue when it, after it first happened. It really was a very emotional experience for me. And I still have problems thinking about this because I was a regular shopper there, you know. Every Saturday I was there shopping. And I didn't have to because I could have gone anywhere I wanted to go, Joe. But I wanted to support that store because it was so important. And that's why this celebration of us coming together to remember and to carry on the work and the legacy of the people that we we lost there, Joe, is so important for us. I had tears in my eyes yesterday as I was sitting on that float and looking around at all those crowd, the crowds of people. I just could not help but think about what happened. But we, But we have to celebrate. We have to do that. Eva, I, I do want to ask you uh, about about the tops because you know, as everyone ha- has told me, it was more than a grocery store, and you know, it's they're remodeling it for the reopening. And you know, I hear from everyone. You, you walk to the memorial. When I walked to the front of that tops, I mean, it hits you. It, it emotionally hits you. Yeah. It, it, do you think it's possible? Um, for that to re, obviously it's going to reopen, but you know, I, I know the feeling of just walking up to it. I can't imagine how it's going to be for people to walk back in there. It, it's never going to be the same experience, Eva. What do you feel about I, that tops reopening? I agree. Now, let me say this, Joe. Uh, I was asked that question um, last week. I was on a panel, I, and I'm going to be honest because I was in there. Uh, and I was almost in there that May 14th because I usually am there on a Saturday at 2 o'clock or so uh, getting groceries and whatnot. Uh, and um, so it's going to be very hard 
for me, and I'm glad it's going to be reopened. It needs to be reopened because in that area and around there in the streets, the people don't have anywhere to go, really. Um, people my, like myself can go anywhere. But I went there to, to sustain the store, to financially support it. So it's important. But it's going to take me a while, um, Joe. I probably will go back, but I will do what I did of uh, when the pandemic was raging, what I did, I continued to um, support Taz. I ordered my groceries by, uh, what is it, Instacart. So I was able to do that. So I may do that for a while just to sustain the store because the people need it. I will put money in it any way that I can. But it's not going to be easy. And you know something, Joe, I have to tell that your audience may not know this. But on that manifesto that the uh, young man had written, the racist thoughts he had, my street was on there, Joe. And I didn't know it. I didn't know it until my granddaughter called me. She said, he had targeted your street. And then when the U.S. attorney was here last week, I found out something else. He had been here in Buffalo way before May and he was in that store in March. And do you know, Joe, I was there in March because I was I had a book signing. That really disturbed me. That really disturbed me. And I so I, I, I hope the story opens and I hope it has a better look though, I really have to say that. I want it to be expanded, I want it to be improved. But because the community needs the store. And the second thing I want to see happen, and I know the mayor has said this, I want to see a permanent memorial for those people who were the victims of this massacre. And I hope that it happens as soon as possible. So I probably will go back eventually. But when I do, I know it's going to be an emotional experience. And I don't think I will be alone in saying that. No, for for sure. Eva, I, I really appreciate you uh, taking some time this morning and, and joining us, as always. And look forward to uh, speaking with you soon. And I hope you enjoy the festival this afternoon. Yes, I'm on my way back out there in about 20 minutes. Thank you for having me. I, I really appreciate it. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.